So, my name is Steve Benoglady, and I'm here from the NEAT Center in Oak, at Oak Hill in Hartford, Connecticut. And my coworker Adam Kosakowski is here with me, and he's helping me run through this presentation. He has the code, the starting code for those of you that need to see you. The start code is F five eight F seven. Again, the start code is F five eight F seven. And at the end, I'll give the ending code. And at the very end, if you need a reminder or have questions, please come on up and let us know. We'll give them to you again. F five eight F seven. Sound like bingo, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, I'm going to give the mic back to Adam, and he's going to give you, he's going to give you the URL for the presentation as well. Steve wanted it, wanted to make it easy for everyone to have access to the PowerPoint, whether if you wanted to view it um, during the presentation or look at it after. And it's actually up on our website, assistivetechnology.oakhillct.org slash PPT. assistivetechnology.oakhillct.org slash PPT. When you go there, there's a URL. You can access it. It's labeled Top 10 Technology Treasures. And when you go to it, your browser will instantly ask you if you want to download a PowerPoint. You say yes, and boom, there it is. And if you uh, need to ask that URL again at the end, again, just come up and talk to us. There you go, Steve. What's that again? <laughs> assistive technology yeah. dot Oak Hill, O-A-K-H-I-L-L, dot org slash PPT. Our IT department gave us really long to our assistive technology Oak Hill CT dot org slash PPT. The only thing I could control was the PPT. I made that short. <laughs> So I just wanted to tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I work at the NEAT Center at Oak Hill in Hartford, and NEAT stands for New England Assistive Technology. We work with people of all ages, all abilities. My focus is working with people with um, low vision, partial blindness, total blindness, and people who are deaf and blind. I myself am partially blind. So I use a lot of the technology that you will hear about in my presentation today. If you want to follow me on Twitter, my Twitter handle is at me with Steve. <laughs> There's a, a running joke in our office about me and Twitter. My boss said to me that if I didn't get a Twitter handle, she wasn't going to talk to me. So I did. I have it, and now I just have to remember it and I have to use it. So I'm tweeting at this conference, which is making her very happy, but it's also helpful because I'm using Twitter. And I'm not opposed to Twitter, it's just one of those things that you kind of like, oh, okay, I guess I have to do this. So in coming up with this presentation, top 10 technology treasures, it was extremely difficult to find, well, it wasn't difficult to find the technology because there's so much of it out there. It was very, very hard to pick 10 things. So I want you to know that even though you only see 10 things today, these are not necessarily the only 10 things that I would ever use or recommend for people, but they were the 10 things I thought were the most relevant for a presentation like this. Okay. 
So the first piece of technology that I chose for top 10, and incidentally, these are not in any order, so like number one is not like the best one in the world, and number 10 is not the worst, because again, it was so hard to pick 10. Um, the first one that I put in here is something called Project Red, and it is actually a piece of software that you can install onto an Android phone, and the company is based out of Israel, and they put their headquarters in Hartford, Connecticut, which I thought was really interesting. And I met the gentleman who is in charge of the Connecticut headquarters, and, and this is their US headquarters. They chose Hartford, Connecticut. But Ray is software that gets installed onto an Android phone, and it basically is its own interface, and it's based on the numbering system that you find on any phone on the keypad. You know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and then uh, star zero pound. And you basically navigate through the interface by that numbering system. And they use five as the center, and then you can go up, down, left, right. And you operate the whole phone with this interface, and it speaks to you and it can also be magnified and put into high contrast. And it will do everything almost that you can do like with an iPhone, but not everyone is a good fit for something like an iPhone. Sometimes I think iPhones are great and they work, but they don't work for everyone. And I think that Project Ray is a viable solution for people who really don't need all the bells and whistles of an iPhone, but they still need the capability of operating a smartphone, sending text messages, sending email messages, and doing things of that nature. So I'm going to play the video for you on Project Red. Project 
Okay, so the next one is the Xfinity X1 TV remote from Comcast. There are other services out there that do basically the same thing. Cox has the same kind of service. They call theirs uh, Frontier, I believe. And I know that if people are using like, um, what's that called? Dish, Dish Network, um, they have something similar. That's right. So this one happens to be the one that Comcast uses and it is a remote for your TV that is voice activated and the system speaks back to you when you get to a channel, it tells you what is playing on the channel. It will read you the guide of, if you, if you go to the guide on your um, television, and in some cases where it's available, they will also do audio description for people. And you can set up the menus, so if you have low vision, you can make the menus in high contrast. And I'm one of those people that has just enough vision to get myself in trouble. And it's actually, it's actually kind of annoying because I have friends who are totally blind and they're yelling at me like, you're one of those partial people, aren't you? And I'm like, well, I'm sorry. And I'm like this, but it's, it's, I can't change it, right? So, but the reason I bring it up is because for years and years, I would try to do everything with my sight. I'm getting old now, it's getting harder to do that. So, um, watching television for me was a little bit of a pain because I would get to the channel I thought I wanted and the, and the number would disappear off the screen so I didn't know what, where I was. But with the uh, remote now, it's so much easier because I just push the button and say channel four and it goes to channel four and the light is, you know, like much better. Because watching TV should be a fun thing, it shouldn't be stressful. So. This is why I chose the Xfinity X1 TV remote for this presentation. So here is the video. Some of the, I'm, I apologize, some of these videos are not as loud as I might have It's very cool. I, uh, it's not that simple. This, this service goes right from Comcast, who happens to be my provider. And so what they did when I called them and I requested it was they brought a new box to my house and it's, to the remote control. Okay, so it's like the TV remote. And I will tell you that if, if people decide that they want to go for this service, whether you do it through Comcast or Cox or any other provider, I'm not being charged more money for using this. Okay, so it's not, it's, there's no additional fee. I'm still paying my same cable bill that I paid every time. It's just they're now providing this to people. I don't know. What was the question? Uh, the question was basically what other providers are doing this kind of thing. Um, and I have done a little bit of Googling. Uh, and I believe other other providers are at the very least starting to do it because they're probably seeing Comcast as a, uh, they're seeing what they're doing, they're seeing them as a competitor, which is good, which is good for everyone, right? 
Um, and to answer your question earlier, we actually have a smart home technology um, specialist on staff, and he works with Alexa all the time. He actually hooked up. Um, he made a TV that was previously quote unquote dumb, and he gave him a special plug-in so that it could be voice activated. And I think he uses Alexa to change the channels and that kind of thing. So um, all that kind of stuff is possible. You just have to know what thing to purchase and order the goal, all that kind of stuff. Yes. I have oh, a Steve, we have a question over here, and then we'll go to you. What's your question, sir? Um, I believe that Spectrum, which is available in Southern California and different places where, where Comcast um, isn't available, is also using the same voice guidance system. That's good to know. Spectrum was here a couple of years ago. Promoting, promoting their, they might be promoting their box, and they left here telling all of us that it was there. We all went home and called our providers. When we called our providers, they, no one knew anything about it. Come to find out that they had put this technology in their box and it was a switch, basically, and it needed to be turned on. I know that when uh, I changed my service to this, they call it Comcast, calls it uh, Xfinity X1, they took my old cable box and gave me a new one. It was, it was a completely now, different Will this remote control power work on other devices as well, other than just that cable box? No, it's it's only for the for the cable box. So like in TV. my theater room where I have sound systems and all of that, this remote control won't power everything. It just power cable box. No, it's it's I believe it's specifically for the cable box. Although if you have Comcast, you can call it that. So. There might be a way to do that kind of thing that you're talking about with Alexa and other smart. Chris, our um, smart home technology expert, he probably knows how to do it. I have this like $800 remote control cable system with the cable in the house. Uh, and uh, it's basically a touch screen. Oh.
in a presentation done by Ira, and I think they convinced me because they had some really good testimonials in there. And, um, so let's take a listen to the video on the Ira service. It's really interesting to me because when I was sitting in the presentation earlier on Ira, they were talking about how a lot of people use it for you know getting guidance and directions, but it's so much more than that. Like the focus of the presentation I was at was for people using it for employment, not only in job seeking, but once they're working, you can use it for free on the job, like say someone had to go to a copy machine and they couldn't use the copy machine because they couldn't see it, they could call Ira and they could get their copies made or get, like I have issue with the copy machine we have in our office. I have to a lot of times scan documents to myself to send to people through email, I can't do that. But now I'm saying, hey, I'm gonna have my company subscribe to Ira for me so I can uh, do that and not have to ask somebody else to do it for me. So the next piece of technology is a CCTV called GoVision, which is made by a company called Hims, what? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and it's a CCTV with a flat screen, and it has a camera attached to the side on an arm, and the camera rotates in a circle from, like you can point the camera at yourself, you can point it down at a desk, you can point it across the room, so it's really great for students in a classroom where they need to look at a smart board or a, uh, something that's being projected. I, I think back to my time in school, which was back in the late 70s, early 80s, and you know, we didn't have anything like that. So math class for me was like impossible because I couldn't see what the teacher was teaching uh, you know, on the blackboard. And if there was something like this GoVision CCTV, I could have pointed the camera at the board and been watching on a, on, on a flat screen, you know, what she was doing and able to follow the, the math as it was being taught. So here is um, GoVision. If the laptop cooperates. Technology, you know, I'm showing you all this stuff, it's all wonderful when it works and it works for you all and I'm here.
the power of GoVision. GoVision is an electronic magnifier developed for those who cannot easily use eyeglasses or optical magnifiers due to low eyesight or presbyopia. In addition, it enables low vision physics to read print materials aloud, including books or the mail, using OCR and text-to-speech. With its built-in file viewer, GoVision supports a wide range of electronic document formats, allowing users to read documents without using a separate program or device. It even lets you adjust magnification, color, and contrast, as well as to read text aloud. In addition, the file viewer also lets you instantly play video files and view images. And various view modes allow you to use this anytime. HDMI connectivity allows you to connect smartphones, tablets, and computers and display their output on GoVision screen. Use the My Settings function to save individual settings for up to five users and easily share GoVision among several students in a classroom. GoVision has a stable design that minimizes movement of the high-definition camera, eliminating image distortion caused by vibrations in the environment. So, very cool piece of technology, I think, because not only do you have all the, you know, settings that you would have on CCTV, but it also can take pictures of the print and read to you out loud. So it's like all in one. The next one that I have is the magnifier found in iOS on your iPhone and iPad. And I just, I'm, gonna, I'm actually not going to show the video because it's really quiet. But I'll tell you a story about the magnifier. I went to Florida a couple years ago. I stayed with a friend of mine from college. And she wouldn't let me pay her to stay at her house. So I stayed there all week. She worked. I hung out at school every day, you know. And it got to be the end of the week. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do laundry. You know, I slept in her spare bed. I said, I'm going to strip bed. I'm going to do laundry. So get everything over the washing machine. Go to turn it on. Uh-oh, can't read the dial on the washing machine. I don't know if Ira was out at that time. I don't think it was. So anyway, um, I thought about it, and I went, wait a minute. There's that magnifier on my phone. So I whipped out my phone. I turned on the magnifier. I, I you know, pointed it at the washing machine dial, and I couldn't see it. So I said, whoops, wait a minute. And in the controls for the magnifier, you can turn on the flashlight, so it gives you more light and I was able to see the controls on the washing machine and wash all of the sheets, you know, all the bedding I used for the whole week and, you know, basically get that done. You know, it seems like a small thing, but it's really not because if, if I had 20-20 vision, I could have just done that. So having this magnifier built right into all of our iPhones is really cool for those people who can, you know, see enough to benefit from using it. And, and you can do a lot of the same things with it that you can do with CCTV, you can change the color combinations, you can obviously increase or decrease magnification, and you can do like a freeze frame so you can pull the phone away from what you magnified and, and still view it afterwards. So that is the magnifier found in iOS. It's free. They started, it was added into, I believe it was iOS 11 was the first where they put it in there. So, my other very favorite piece of technology right now, which is up there with Soundscape, is the Seeing AI app. Yes. Yeah. I probably don't even have to tell you what it is, right? Right. <laughs> well, we all use it. Does everybody use it? The Seeing AI app? It just in the interest of time, I'm going to skip that video because you all know about it. Uh, 
instincts, the brain will touch. So I know that since I put this presentation together that there's now the brain will touch plus. But I'm a very interesting person because, again, <laughs> I have quite a bit of vision. When I started school, they would not teach me to read and write braille because I had I could read large print. And the thinking at the time was that braille was going to go away because somehow technology was going to change all of that. And we all know that that's not true. I'm one of those people who believes that if people have the ability to read prints and they have the ability to read braille, that they should learn both. If it, is, if it is possible from their capability, from financial capabilities, from, you know, all the things that go into play when we're talking about teaching people, and I don't want to get into, you know, discussion about that because we could be here all day. But my point is, I feel like there's such relevance for devices like Braille No Touches and the um, Braille Sense Polaris and, and, you know, all these products because if we can't read prints and we can't read Braille, we're not literate. You don't, you don't know the mechanics of the English language, you don't know grammar, you don't know spelling, all those things. And I just feel like, you know, when they came out with, the, with these devices and, and put them into mainstream tablets, that this was a really big deal. And that's one of the reasons why I chose to put the Braille Touch in my presentation. So here is a video on that. I forgot about that tagline at the end. <laughs> I always get a kick out of that. So the next one is the Lifestyle CCTV from Hims, And this is one that I really like. It's got some really good high contrast modes built into it. And the screen swivels up and down and left and right. And I had a couple of people who in the past year have ended up purchasing this particular device because of their own personal situations. I had a woman in a wheelchair who had this device. And this was really the only one that she could use because it was the only one where they could get this screen down uh, close enough to her. And, uh, 
So I wanted to pick just kind of a traditional CCTV for the presentation. This one is the one that I chose. So here is a video on the Kim's lifestyle. Supervisors were very concerned when they saw the video and they said, 
So you're basically showing this video that there's all these chairs and stuff in your way every day when you try to get, try to, get to your door. And said, no, 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 we, we did that so you can see what the dog does. So um, I will go ahead and just play the video. The, the sound is not good, but um, Adam will audio describe it for you. I will audio describe it live. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> he did. He was walking backwards. So it was a very windy day. Steve is introducing himself and Joel, and I'm recording. And Steve is looking, he lives right near work. So there's just a little crosswalk that he has to go across. And he's going to press the button. Sounds like there's a hurricane. And it says yellow lights are flashing. And I walked backwards while recording it because I'm very coordinated. <laughs> now hearing it, he's like, wait. Yeah, he's hearing it. He's like, so he's like, he's like wait, we home? What I really like about watching uh, Joel work with Steve is that I get to see how like, I got worked, basically. And I find it really fascinating how, as he gets to the foot of the stairs, Joel always stops, turns his head, and checks on Steve. <laughs> then they go up the it's stairs. It's just a Joelism. And even though it is a Joelism, it's interesting to see it happen. Our staircase has a has a landing halfway up, and then it turns. And even on the landing, Joel stops, turns his head, checks on Steve, and then Steve goes, "It's okay, keep going." That kind of thing. And here we have a trash can. Joel stopped, looked at it like that doesn't belong there. And, you know, decided to go around the left side of it. And then we put a chair. He's like, oh, that's, there's not a lot of space to go. He decided to go around the left side of it. And it's just really cool to see him work. And apparently that's a Joelism, like you said, but just to see him thinking and making those decisions going left as opposed to right, which is the safest way, is pretty awesome. Yes. And, uh, you know, I know most of us in the room are familiar with guide dogs and everything, but I've done this presentation before to, you know, people who are fully sighted and perhaps not aware of some of the technology in the dogs, and it's really funny. When it comes to the Joel slide, the room changes. People are like, oh, look at the dog. Because actually there's a picture of him um, that we have, which is the left, the right panel of the picture is him as an adult, but the left panel is him as a seven-week-old puppy. I actually got that picture from someone that worked at Guy and I, and she sent me pictures of him as a puppy, so I had to put that in there. He's all ears. He's a German Shepherd. At seven weeks old, he looks like this fluff ball with these huge ears. I actually got pictures of his parents and all of his siblings, too, which was very cute. Um, are there any questions on anything? I do have business cards if anybody would like them. CCTV, the Go, what was that? Go Vision. Go Vision, okay, that it's, was really interesting. It's, yeah, it is. I don't know if Hims is at this conference, but they're the ones that make it. Right. If, if you can't, if they're not here or. Sure they're, they're here, I'm not here. Okay, because the other one that would be almost comparable to that would be the Da Vinci. Okay. From, uh, EDS. Enhanced vision makes it an issue. Okay, thank you. Sure. So the new feature in the Seeing AI app. I believe it just came out in March or April, it's called Explore by Touch. So if you have a photo that you're looking at and you put your finger on the photo, it will try to describe what your finger is touching in the photo. Oh, it tries to describe like how far apart objects are on the image, what the images are, that type of thing. It's, it's just, you know, it's working in the field of assistive technology, when I first started, I learned a, whatever version of JAWS was out at the time, and I thought, well, I, I, this is cool, I, I know this. And the update came up. And I thought, oh, let me learn the update. 
And then the update, I'm like, wait a minute. Anybody who works in the field of assistive technology and thinks they know everything is wrong. Because it's an ever-evolving, ever-changing, and, and we as people who do this have to be open-minded enough and, and able to evolve and change as the technology does, right? One more quick question. Is sure. SF phone right before you did the uh, Xfinity remote, um, what was that again? The Project Red. Yeah, Project Red, that's it. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a piece of software that you can put on any Android phone. If, if you need more info about that, I can put you in contact with the U.S. guy, Patrick Olson. Is it expensive? Is it pricey? It's, it's, it's a subscription. Oh, okay. Yes. So you're not paying like tons and tons of money. Okay. And, and the subscription actually gets you the use of the phone and tech support. It's all part of the package. Huh. Yeah, and, and if... And if if we tell Patrick that we connected you, he will probably hook you up like big time. My aunt just came up on an iPhone for nothing, and I think it's that main thing really don't hurt. Feel free to take a card if you want, but I want this content information because honestly, if you tell, if we tell Pat who you are and stuff and that you know, you're interested in trying it out, just for giving a referral, he'll definitely hook you up. Yeah, he's, they're very interested in working with people and doing whatever they have to do to get the technology in people's hands. I have a question. Yes, please. Sure, you have a question? Okay. How would that work with, or would it be compatible with the Polaris? The, the Project Ray? Yeah. It's, you have to use it on the Android phone, so it's, it's, it's specific to the phone, it's, it's not an app that you can download onto something like a Polaris. That's a good question. Any other questions? Thank you very much for working with me. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, take all the cards you want. Thank you.